Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on today's episode, uh, we talk about the... Well, you know, funny, I thought they were actually real, but apparently they're still, like... Theorized. Theorized, yeah. which I was like, oh, yeah. this whole damn time. We were talking <laughs> about ley lines. Ley lines, yeah. yeah. And you may have probably heard about ley lines. Like, some people mention it when you talk about heavy amounts of paranormal activity. Well, they have a correlation with, um, well, I remember I first heard where they're coined is actually from Ghost Avengers, where they're talking about how, um, ley lines essentially are, uh, like connecting different haunted places to haunted places. Mm -hmm. Hence why some energy from one place can travel to the other. Yeah. Now, um, there have always been theorized and stuff like that, but I'll give a generalized, um, we call it definition to them. Uh, ley lines refer to the straight alignments drawn between various historical structures and prominent landmarks. Uh, the idea was developed in early 20th century Europe, uh, with ley lines believers arguing that these alignments were recognized by ancient societies that deliberately erected structures along them. Um, hence why Stonehenge is on a ley line. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, where, where was I? Really along them. Since these, uh, 1960s, um, Members of Earth Mysteries, where the hell that is, uh, movement and other uh, estocritic traditions have commonly believed that such ley lines uh, I don't know what that word is. Uh, I was trying to figure out a way to pronounce it and I was giving myself time. <laughs> Sorry like Tina from freaking Bob's Burgers. Um, Democ Democrat? Earth energy, whatever. Uh, Earth energies and severe guides of, uh, by alien spacecraft. I don't know. Archaeologists and scientists regard ley lines. Hold on one second. Example of pseudo archaeology and pseudoscience. I give the reader a five out of ten. <laughs> I'm a bad reader. Not loud anyway. <laughs> you should uh, find the words I when I read books and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, like I, I think like, what the hell is that word? Huh? I, I put it in the Google or something and I try to like, figure it out. I have learned a lot of words that way. Yeah. 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 I'm not a great reader either. So oh. uh, I'm not a good speaker either sometimes. <laughs> Depending on my days. All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, basically they think um, it's pseudoscience, pseudo-archaeology. Archaeology. Um, which I think is like, what? But I guess any more before that. Um the one example of ley lines actually being like is definitive proof that there's something to them. Mm -hmm. Um, God dang, I wish I could find that place. That place. Oh, I just remember the name of it. Um, sorry. Uh, the Oregon vortex in Oregon. Um, it's a roadside attraction. Uh, open oh, it's the ghost adventures. They stop by there. Oh, okay. Uh, they actually like investigate or anything like that, but it's in gold Hill, Oregon. Mm, okay. Anyway, um, it became an attraction because of how wonky everything gets there. Uh, there's like optical illusions, not optical illusion in a sense like that, but it messes with your 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 perception of of optical illusions and stuff like that. Like you would have someone who's like six four mm -hmm. and someone who's like five eight, right, standing mm -hmm. next to each other. You know, okay, that person's short, that person's tall, and then they would switch sides from right to left. And all of a sudden, that person that's 5'8 and that person that's 6'5 are opposite heights of each other. Dang. Like, that person 5'8 is taller than the person who's 6'4. Like, what just happened? 
Uh, that's one of the many things. Um, they also have we call it like uh, ledges or something like anyway rails. Yeah, that they can roll a ball uphill. Dang, it goes uphill, and they have like this house that's kind of like like tipsy turvy, like it's mm-hmm. on its edge and it's slanted, mm-hmm. but you walk through it fine. Wow, yeah. And they get to stay in a broom uh, on its like uh, upside down, like on its well, I guess stand up a broom and have it balance itself, and it will stay there. And they said the longest they ever had it was for a week. Hmm. I wonder, I remember... With this place, um, the reason why it's so strange, like you put a, a compass, it basically spins in all different directions. They call it a vortex, essentially. But it's because all these ley lines across the entire world intersect at that point. Dang. Creating that heavy amount of electromagnetic energy. Which I think would make ley lines ley lines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going later about different places that have ley lines and stuff like that. But my theory um, is that ley lines have heavy amounts of electromagnetic energy on those specific points. And they carry the energy across different places. Um, how ancient societies knew this without like technology we have today, it's it's the mystery. Like things, technology of the past, it was lost to us over time. If you think about it, like ancient Greece and stuff like that, that was almost thousands of years. Well, yeah, almost thousands of years ago. Yeah. Right. And uh, we think to ourselves, like a thousand years ago is more than is it's a pretty long time. Hell, even a hundred years ago. Yeah. Was a long time ago and stuff like that. When you look at prepare at comparisons with technology and at least how we evolved and stuff like that. But, um. I, that's why they said that they um, ancient sites believe that they built sites on these ley line areas because of that. And what's happened with ley lines and what becomes the paranormal, so to interest us especially, is that uh, these ley lines where they places and houses that have been built on them, you know, unbeknownst to them, yeah, become almost a hotspot for paranormal activity. Because if well, if it is to believe that ghosts uh, carry electric magnetic energy, spirits do when they be- basically become onto to our plane. Yeah. Hence, that's the energy I can feel with my ability, and why EMF detectors um, go off when spirits are nearby because they're giving off electric magnetic energy. Um, these places where they intersect create vortexes, like the one in Oregon. Apparently, there's another vortex in Arizona somewhere. Um, mm. up on a hilltop area that if you stand there and it, you'd literally feel like, um, it apparently is a good vortex though. Like it, it releases a lot of negative energy and stuff like that. Mm. But, um, yeah, I remember they went to, they went to that one and it just like, it, it's immense. And I always like, I would play with the theory. Uh, I think we were asked this on a interview or we, I think I did with PETA or something. I can't remember. Uh, the one from Wednesday, if you guys haven't checked that out. Yep. Um, what would happen if I, if I, Put if it was in an area mm-hmm. like that, like the, the Oregon vortex thing, you know, would I feel that energy? I probably would, because if it's giving off that amount of electromagnetic energy, I would be able to feel it. Probably the left hand because it has no, you know, purpose of being evil. So I yeah. probably wouldn't charge my right hand. Um, but remember when I told you, uh, or is, we, we, whoever's listening, you've been listening to us for a while now. Um. One of my first investigations we did, right, at the uh, Octagon House, mm-hmm. um, I found a portal. Mm-hmm. I found a portal that was there, and it gave off left-hand energy, immense amount of electromagnetic energy that I felt with my left hand, right? 
So that's what makes you think that if I was at a ley line place like that, that it would um, charge my hand. Now, what would happen if I pulled that energy? I don't know. Dang. I could probably go Super Saiyan or something. Oh, my gosh. Well, like, <laughs> I had found an article about, like, Vortex, because I thought those were interesting. But basically, this person goes into detail, what does Vortex energy feel like? Um, this person basically says, people who have visited sites where energy vortexes are thought to be active have reported certain positive effects on the mind and body. These include physical, mental, and emotional healing and resolutions, feelings of peace, and psychic abilities which are enhanced. A rush of energy or better clarity has also been noted. Some have written about tingling sensations in their body or a feeling of consciousness shifting. A sense of euphoria or more creativity is another way in which locations seem to affect visitors. Um, they did say there is like negative energy vortexes out there. Um, negative energy vortexes. Uh, uh, that was a lot. Negative energy vortexes. Uh, visitors have said that they reported feeling tired, drained of inspiration, suffering headaches, ill health, depression, or feelings of anxiety. Um, so basically, certain places that they believe these negative energy vortexes are active are Devil Sea, Bermuda Triangle, those kinds, those places. Well, um, some ley lines run together from certain places. Like, I remember uh, that the uh, ancient Ram Inn, mm -hmm. right? One of the hottest places in England, mm -hmm. uh, has the ley line that runs through it, also runs through Stonehenge. Oh, shit. So, that energy transfer from one place to the other can create that haunted levels like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, a question that I know some of our dedicated listeners mm -hmm. probably had. Because my ranch was so active with stuff, does a ley line run through it? And no, no, no ley line runs through it. No. <laughs> it, it runs through the area. Mm -hmm. um, let's say if a ley line gave off amount of energy in a mile from width to itself, it came over Blanco. Yeah. So it's close, mm -hmm. but it doesn't run through. But funny enough, the area that we kind of investigate has one uh, running through it. Newport, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been to a couple different places around that area. Uh, it's got a, doesn't it have like a big one running through it? Yeah, the Newport area. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. You know, it makes you wonder uh, where Mike's house is. Yeah. Watch <laughs> <laughs> it run right through. Yeah. Uh, or we're like, oh shit, or like right next to it at least. Yeah. Um, which is funny. I, I was looking at this lane lines map and all across the United States and how they intersect and how they keep changing and they keep going over. And it's almost like a grid map mm -hmm. of lines that intersect and connect in some places where they all meet up. Like they, they a whole bunch intersect at the same time. And funny enough, one of them is in Houston. Really? Yeah. I was like, I never heard anything about any like locations that are immensely haunted in Houston. Hmm. I don't know. Like I saw the one in Oregon yeah. where the, the vortex is. Um, I saw around and majority of some of them are in England and other like Europe countries and stuff like that. Sedona, Arizona. Is that where that place is? I think so. Yeah. Cause it says Sedona, Arizona is a popular destination for rejuvenating retreats. Thanks to its beauty of its natural red rock structures and abundance of spas and wellness centers. 
Um, canyons and forests make up the landscape, making Sedona one of America's best destinations for hiking, biking, camping, and other outdoor activities. Um, but Sedona as a whole is considered an energy vortex, but forest-specific locations within it are said to be especially energy-charged due to the convergences of ley lines. Um, so, 1956, the Chapel of the Holy Cross Towers among the Red Rocks. Um, the Marguerite, Marguerite, Marguerite Brunswick study. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's, all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. By the way, no one can make you laugh more than you. No one. Okay, I'm, I'm confessing. I don't know why I'm in such a laugh. Like, I just want to keep laughing. You got the giggles. I don't understand. I really hope that's not something channeling. Everyone knows now that I have a problem with the spirits channeling in, so. Wait, how? Huh? I don't know. I don't oh, know why. Funny. Well, if you guys didn't check it out, you probably go back and watch it. We did a, uh, a interview with uh, PETA on her, uh, from. Uh, YouTube Live kind of thing? Yeah. But you can like restream it. It's like Instagram Live, but instead it was on YouTube, and yeah. then you could restream it. And, and you talk a... about how you could channel spirits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like yeah. a new ability of mine. Uh... <sighs> I keep saying her name, the name of her paranormal team wrong. Ethereal, isn't it? Ethereal? No, I don't know if that's right Ethereal? Either. I don't know. I know we're both probably saying it wrong. Yeah, I'm going to make a post about like her coming on our stuff and she going on her. Um, ethereal. On... Ethereal. Ethereal. No, Ethereal. Ethereal. No, I think you're completely wrong. <sighs> She's probably shaking her head at us right now. Probably like, oh my god, get the name of this right. Why could you just make it simple? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put everything, because definitely you want to follow her. She has, like, you know, YouTube, like, paranormal investigating videos, and she's in Australia. So, uh, it's really interesting to watch. She's a really cool person. Um, but yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, oh, shoot. Did you know Ibiza, Spain? What? Isn't it Ibiza? Took a pill in Ibiza. I don't know what you're... It sounds like you're saying there, there were bees in Spain. No! I know there are bees in Spain. No, Ibiza. Ibiza? I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Let me look at it. I, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> everything that comes out of my mouth right now is just... All right. Um, Blarney. You know, it's funny. They call... Well, the energy that I was, you know, accumulate to electromagnetic energy that the ley lines are, but uh, the energy that ley lines are known by different names. Uh, power lines, which is I think they called that before they actually had electricity. Um, earth currents, tectulic, tectulic lines. I don't know how T L L U R I C, telluric. I don't know. Uh, dragon. I like how you made fun of me, and you're you're like I don't know what this is. Uh, dragon lines in China, uh, song lines in Australia. Mm-hmm. Which I gotta ask Pete about that. Uh, and our and our rivers of energy that flow around the globe and network. So they actually have different names in different regions of the world. Interesting. Uh, ley lines is simply something that we consider here in America, but other we got that terminology from the English and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah. Um, when it comes to ley lines and stuff like that, the theorization is that it transfers energy from one part across the world to the other, and it consistently just keeps moving. Yeah. Um, if ley lines had a, a more spiritual term, it would be like the veins of the earth. Oh shoot! Right. Dang, Isaac. That's. I didn't come up with oh, that. Oh, I thought. You... 
<laughs> came up with that on the spot and was like, all right, what are you getting at? Yeah. What are you channeling? Veins of the earth, essentially. Yeah. Um, hence why I think if if you, uh, I wonder if, like, if people who find stones and stuff, like quartz and, and, and different kinds of mm-hmm. uh, stones for, we use for spiritual stuff, if they find them on ley lines, does they make them more powerful? Dang. Mm. Yeah. Because if you're getting stuff from basically the essence of Earth, like the, the we call it, um, the pure energy that's coming mm-hmm. from it, then I can't be charged more than everything. It makes me wonder about, like, hematite. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hematite. Oh, sorry, moldavite. Mm. Like, they say it's from a meteorite, and that's why yeah. it's not of Earth. But yet, its properties that it has, you know, over uh, amplifies everything. Makes you wonder if it landed on a ley line. Yeah. Yeah. I know what your theories on ley lines. I know you didn't know much about them, but you've <clears> heard <throat> things about them. Yeah, I've heard things about them. I mean, there, there's got there's something that's obviously going on there. Um, I know Peta said like she when you walk on them, or because she uh was talking about ley lines. And she was saying, like, sh- the new place that she worked with, they were saying that they had, like, paranormal stuff happening. And there was one part of the building where, like, it felt like she was tipping. Um, And she asked, you know, is there ley lines running through here? Um, I've never actually been on one or near one. So I don't, I can't say that I know about them um, or experienced about them. But it kind of makes me want to go out and find a ley line. It makes me want to kind of. Like, find out where that ley line is specifically in Newport and kind of experience, like, what it is truly on a ley line. Because I'm sure, like, psychics and mediums probably get a funky feeling on a ley line. Mm. Other than, like, a normal person. Um, I know you are talking about, like, the vortex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... You know, there's actually a list of places in America that consider the most uh, spiritual healing because Oof. the vortex energy is there the highest. Let's go. Um, One way ticket. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, which also intersect with ley lines, these places. Hence why they have so much energy properties. Uh, Sedona, Arizona, like you mentioned before. Um, one that I didn't think of in Oregon uh, was Crater Lake, Oregon. You know what I mean? What was that? Oh, it was just killing. Yeah, oh, sorry. I thought there was something else going on. It was a weird. We get a lot of EVPs on ourselves, so I was just making sure. Yeah, last night was insane with the live with Peter. Like, I was, a clear audience situation was going off. Situation. Situation. Oh, no, as I was saying, uh, Crater Lake, Oregon. Hmm. Um, it's one of the deepest lakes in the United States, apparently. Um... It can be a spiritual experience uh, for most people um, because of the uh, the Native American tribe, uh, Kalamath, I believe mm-hmm. they're called, uh, considered the Crater Lake sacred. Uh, suppose it, it was a um, the history behind it is that there was a mythical battle that destroyed the mountain and and uh, once stood in the location where the crater is. Wow! So, which is Richard Vortex's the entire area, um, but also with the ley lines. So. Uh, another one of the places, um, the Mount Mitchell. Oh, here. Really? In North Carolina. Oh, let's go. I don't know where it is. Though. If it's spiritual healing county. Oh, the Appalachian in. Mountains. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> we need to go. We. You want to go in the Appalachian Mountains. 
after episode we did talking about what's yes. in. I kind of want to now. Like, I don't. <sighs> I don't know. I don't want to be like totally in a. Du- well, okay. Here's the thing. A couple years ago, we had mentioned about going there, and I remember I had a psychic friend, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we're thinking about going." Me and my husband, like for our anniversary, going to the like staying the the night in a cabin in the western part of North Carolina. She was like, "I wouldn't do that," and I was like, "Why?" She's like, "I'm not from that area, but I'm just telling you not to do that." <laughs> and we ended up not going. So, and I've and you he can attest. I don't know why I've always wanted to go to that area. So I don't know if something's kind of like calling me over there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going. Um, <laughs> supposedly it gets to the Mount Mitchell, right? Mm-hmm. At least the peak of it. It's where the energy. Excuse me. I oh, like, you got to climb it. Yeah, or hike it. At hike least. it. Gosh. Um, is at the Black Mountain campground. You got to reach the top of the mountain. To ma- maximize your transformational energy. Isn't it, the Black Mountain, though, isn't that the one that was featured in that movie? Brown, oh, Brown Mountain. Brown Oh, yeah, Brown Mountain Lights. Okay. Yeah. okay Black Mountain's makes... a different mountain. Oh, that's that mountain that during the middle of summer is like 70 degrees. That'd be nice. Yep. Um, another, funny enough, another mountain, uh, Mount Shasta in California. Mm. Um, it's both, uh, it's a, it's a serenic mountain top. Um, and it's basically a volcano. It was one volcano that was there. It's kind of towering where you can see it. Um, yeah. But Leyland runs too. Creates that kind of energy. So. I think, I don't know what it's with the western part of North Carolina, but I feel like they have, like, crazy. I guess maybe there's, like, forest and, like, Native American stuff, uh, throughout there. Now, there's other one. We would you would want to go to just because of where it is. Where uh, in Hawaii? Oh, okay. And another place that I guess has to do with kind of a little bit of my people, at least uh, native part and stuff like that, is in Ta- Taos, New Mexico. Mm. Um, it has a low frequency buzzing sound. Oh shoot! In the area, especially around that area, um, and it's called a Taos hum. So when you're there, you kind of kind of hear it, uh, whirling, rumbling sound. Um, that still exists. Um, however, the folklore is that the hum of Mother Nature, uh, the delicately singing in the town, uh, to reign the balance of harmony among the town and its residents. This is the legend that goes behind it. But the ley line running through, I think, creates that kind of electric man energy. Plus, in New Mexico, you'll have a lot of rock and stone. So, electromagnetic energy plus metal, essentially, would cause that sense of vibrate and these vibrate the ground to create that sound. Which gives me an idea for our episode, uh, uh, the idea for another episode in the future, talking about sound, not yeah. so music, but sound, and how sound and hertz and different levels of frequencies can create an, uh, a connection to the earth, at least to the uh, other dimensions. Well, that's like I tried meditation with like hertz and stuff. I guess hertz. Well, binary beats and stuff like that. Binary beats is yeah. where it's at with me. Like, I can instantly get healed, and, like, it almost gives me, like, a euphoric feeling, like, like, that is the only thing that can truly calm my mind down. It's crazy. But, yes, I, I want to do an episode talking about that. Um, yeah, that would be When it comes to sound and stuff like that, because I have another kind of sound that's out there that apparently only animals can hear, and humans can't. Dang, really? Well, they can hear a lot more sounds than we can, but... Yeah. One specifically 
that I think as humans we lost the ability to hear it because we became the apex uh, predators of the planet. And because we don't have this sound anymore, we don't need it because we're not being hunted by anything. Mm -hmm. But what used to hunt us created a sound that we had to hear. Ew. (laughs) If that's not a uh, a zinger to catch a hook for that when an episode comes out. Dang. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, that's that's uh so we uh so we got ley lines. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, I think ley lines are important because people do mention that when you talk about like paranormal activity, they do ask, "Is there a ley line running through?" And I think anybody kind of um gives you a little bit of break from any kind of like spooky. But uh, leading into next week, actually, the two we have a bonus episode for you guys, mm. and we got. The weekly episode, which is going to be way more intense than this episode, so this is kind of just like a cool down uh, before we get into some spooky deep waters. When we get into the month of October, yeah, and before, so it kind of just gives you and to like a lot of people, a lot of paranormal people that we bring on is probably going to mention ley lines at some point, so you guys can kind of understand what ley lines are because I didn't even know what they were until I came kind of like came into the paranormal world. And they were talking about ley lines. Like, they would ask, ley lines this, ley lines that. And I was like, what is a ley line? So. Well, like I said, I didn't know anything about it until that episode of Ghost Adventures. And I talked about it running through Ancient Ram Inn, also running through Stonehenge and stuff like that. And then they give a small definition around that. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like I said, I thought they were real. Yeah. <laughs> Come to find out that, no, you know, it's just pseudoscience and stuff like that. But. You can't deny the properties, the energy that it gives off. Yeah. Which um, in, in itself is strange. Yeah. Um, but to go forward a little bit. Uh, so our bonus episode this coming week is going to be with um, a TikToker, paranormal TikToker, um, who's kind of bleeding his way into like YouTube podcasting and stuff like that. And he's really awesome. And it is... Cosmic Miggy. Which, fun fact too, the reason why I even like got, I, I was the one that reached out to him because it was like, oh, we got to get him on because he started telling stories about his family in Zacatecas, Mexico, mm-hmm. which is where, I'm, where my family's from. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, oh, oh. And he started, I think it was the White Wolf. No, 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 no. It wasn't the White Wolf. It was something else that he was talking about. It was a story similar to. To his, yours. His, uh, well, not similar to mine at all. Yeah. Actually, it was his aunt who got abducted by gnomes. What? Yeah. Yeah. He tells so me he, that story. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of, like, his whole family. What? His whole, sorry, someone's tapping on my headphone. Oh. <laughs> I know, it's weird. Things I go through. Anyways. um, His whole story? Yeah, his whole story... Story, like all his stories are kind of crazy and like um in- intense like his whole family experiences stuff it seems like and um he's always you know like talking about really cool subjects and stuff on his tiktok and um so pretty much all this week we'll be sharing some of his uh tiktoks on our socials mm-hmm. so you guys can kind of get familiar with his stuff um and so that one will come out wednesday um and then friday We'll have our weekly episode, which is... Why are you looking at me? Haunted Mexico. Oh. So, <laughs> it's kind of like a part two 
to Mexican lores and legends, kind of, sort of, because we'll probably be talking about lores and legends and stuff in depth, um, but we're specifically going to be talking about locations yes. um, and encounter stories, so. I, I may even give some Aztec uh, legends. Yeah, so that'll be really good, and that will be a lengthy one, so that's why we're kind of, like, hitting you with, like, a shorter, calmer, a little bit more just, like, knowledge-based stuff. Not super dark dark in nature. So by the time next week comes around and then um, pretty much between now and November, actually between now and the end of the year, um, we're pretty much almost going to have an episode, a bonus episode every week um, because we have a lot of people bringing on um, and Throughout this week, we'll share um, more about the roundtable. We're doing two paranormal roundtables with paranormal investigators and one with psychics. So that one should be interesting. Those should be interesting. More information will be out about those. You'll know when they'll air. Those will air on our YouTube. Um, I We still haven't decided if we're going to air like the audio part as an episode. We should. We should. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't want to. They're going to be long, though. Huh? They're gonna be long. Yeah, because um, I think there's like six people in each episode. So we're looking at maybe <laughs> almost two hours. Yeah, probably. Well, um, Joe Rogan. Yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, what should we call it? Um, give you kind of like a heads up of who's gonna be on there, so you guys can kind of we'll highlight each person leading up to, um, you know, the release date, so you guys can kind of understand and see who these teams are. Um, maybe we'll do like a team highlight every day. Mm. So like each team has a little bit of a block and where to find them, where to see their stuff and we'll share it on there, you know, so you guys can get familiar with them. Um, the psychic one, hopefully that goes well because every time I just put one psychic with like me on an episode, there's always weird stuff that happens. So basically, um, the paranormal ones, it's going to hopefully be me and Isaac, but if not, it's just going to be Isaac. And then the psychic one is going to be me. Maybe me and Isaac. But um, I'm going to do the psychic one. Hing. Or maybe you should do it because <laughs> you won't be affected. Uh, I don't know. I'd rather you do it. Yeah. <laughs> but more um, tuned with psychic abilities than I am. So, and we have a lot of really cool people coming in for October. Like I said, you know, we'll tell you more about that. Um, I know one for me for sure that I'm doing is, um, her name is Lauren and she's basically a past life expert. Like she's on TikTok. She makes a lot of videos about past life. She goes really in depth with like past life stuff. Um, and past lives has continued to interest me on this whole paranormal journey and, you know, ability journey. So yeah, I thought I'd going to actually have her come on and talk about that. What's what's happening? Yes, what is with this room? Feel anything? Yeah, left hand. Told you. Yeah. It's somebody. Yeah. Oh, so, I so get your attention. Yeah. And I got, I've been seeing things like super clear. That's another part of my abilities I'm like trying to cope with, I guess. I've been able to see things really clear. Like, you know, like when you see something in the corner of your eye, mm. it's like it's slowing down enough for me to see the person and then they jet. So. Yeah, that's scaring me. Okay. Anyway, so look forward to those new episodes coming yes. out in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Also, next week's with uh, Cosmic Maggie and our Mexican uh, 
Mexican. Mexican. Haunted Mexico. Haunted Mexico stories. Um, and as always, guys, if you can catch our social media, uh, at Hidden in the Shadows podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the Shadows 6 on Twitter, yep. uh, Hidden in the Podcast 2 on TikTok, or if you want links to all our social medias, uh, you can go to HiddenInTheShadowsPodcast.com. It has links to all our social medias, uh, also ways you can, every way you can listen to us. Um, also links to our merch store where you guys can get a t-shirt if you want. Um, you know, more stuff you spend money on, the more things we can get. Like yep. better equipment and such. Yes, definitely. And possibly even do video cameras and get like visual. Yeah. So you can see us and the expressions so and Megan's laugh, how, um, how much she gets into it. So. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> But as always, guys, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes.